1: Hi, I'm James Deacon and welcome to Desert Island Dicks, the show that sees you marooned on a desert island after a plane crash with the worst people and worst things imaginable. Who they are and why they're a dick is up to you. And here to share their Desert Island dicks with us today is comedian Ash Friff. Hello. Hi, hi Ash, how are you? I'm brilliant. I'm really good. I almost meant a high comedian then.
2: High comedian. Because <laughs> you said, Are you is it just a comedian now? And I was like, Yeah, alright, yeah.
1: Yeah, just comedian. That is all I am. Here he
2: is, comedian. <laughs> just uh, comedian. They'll Ah. they'll know me from that. If you just say, if you just put on it comedian, they'll go, oh, that'll be Ash. Oh, that'll be Ash. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. he's He's the only one. (laughs) Ash, should we dive in? Who's going to be your first choice for your Desert Island Dicks?
2: Well, it was an easy choice for the first one. Okay. Um, It's my son. Your son? Yeah, straight in. He is a he is a dick. Is he? He's a proper dick. Honestly, your son. Yeah, I've known him for a long time, and he's just not getting any better. Oh my god! He, um, why why your son? It all started. <laughs> <laughs> all started. You should have seen the mess he made. Of, no, it doesn't matter. No. Um, he um, he. When he was one, so this there's a whole list of things that this boy has done. Honestly, okay. you wouldn't fathom it. I don't okay. know if he was a mate. Uh, We wouldn't still be mates. Oh, my god! You know what I mean? It's that. It's like, you know the guy that when you go out and he always gets pissed and starts fights and (laughs) you go, I can't hang around with Steve anymore. No. Bell end. (laughs) That's it, yeah. Like, this kid, is pushing his luck. Seriously. When he was one, um, he destroyed the family home. Okay. He cost £86,000 worth of damage. Is this real? Genuine, yeah. £86,000? Yeah, at one years old. What did he do? So he... um, My ex uh, at the time, uh, we're not together anymore, Mm. uh, won't go into the ins and outs on it, but suffice to say uh, I I was in the right. Um, She she put uh, the shopping on the side and in the shopping was a 150ml air freshener, like an uh, an aerosol air freshener. Right. And uh, So I'd gone to football and his mum had gone out and we had a babysitter there and while she was going to warm his milk up in the kitchen, he had grabbed this little aerosol and put it on the hob and turned the hob onto one. Oh. And it warmed it and warmed it and warmed it. She made his milk, went into the lounge. They're sitting there having, you know, watching Teletubbies or whatever, having some uh, having some milk. All of a sudden, she hears a noise, goes out into the kitchen, the can explodes. Oh, my God. And the expansion of the gas, it's only 150 mil, but the expansion of the gas destroyed the house. Like, it blew the front and back walls off of the house, so they separated from the house. Oh, my God. Every window was broken. <laughs> The loft hatch snapped in half. Tiles fell off in the bathroom. There was a fireball which burnt things in the kitchen. It singed the babysitter's hair. What? Flew the patio doors out, uh, which is not a euphemism. Uh, and uh, and so from and then, but my mate, who is the babysitter's now husband, he phoned me up at football. I just literally touched my bum down at the football, and he went, "Oh, the uh, the glass has blown out on your oven." And i was like, right. I was like, "Yeah, that can happen. Don't worry too much." Okay. He, he went, "Okay," I hung up the phone. And then, about a minute later, he phoned back. And went no, it's it's really bad. You're oh, gonna have to come no. home. So I um I drive home straight home from the football. Didn't watch the match, and uh, it was destroyed. Like the uh, from the bathroom, you could see into the into his bedroom, the dining room downstairs, and the kitchen downstairs. It had separated the back of the back wall of the house off. And when they come and investigated it, they found out that the beam that supports through that we were like mid terrace. Yeah. So the beam that supports the house. Uh, there was only two inches of brick holding that on front and back. If that had gone, the whole house would have come down. Oh my! So yeah, they'd been dead. That's crazy. Yeah, it's absolutely mad. But the best thing about it was we'd only made one payment to the insurance company. We paid thirteen pounds sixty, and they paid out fully eighty-six thousand pounds. We had to move out for six months while the house was rebuilt. They took the front and back off, rebuilt it up, and yeah, uh, we got the you know we got a lovely new house out of it.
1: That is unbelievable.
2: Yeah, that it, is mad. That's uh, that's scratching the surface, a little prick. Honestly, <laughs> though, it's, it's, it's Can gone I unpack on for a
1: month. few things from that though. Yeah, go for it. Yeah, please. How is a one-year-old getting an aerosol, putting it on the on the hob and turning <laughs> it on?
2: Well, that's what social services said. But no, um, <laughs> he um, it was just you know he was standing and walked to he, he was maybe. He you know one and a few months I guess so yeah. he uh, was standing and could manoeuvre around yeah. but with his lightning hands so oh he, he's got my the God. devil in him possessed genuine, that, genuinely possessed that, that is insane but he um
1: that is one of the most mental stories all I've of ever.
2: the neighbours come running out because it was like a bomb going off so right, all okay. of the neighbours were out you know the fire brigade the police were there <laughs> um, but uh, a funny thing is as well we um we had a um, forensic scientists come to find the cause because we didn't know what the cause of it was straight away because mm. all of the cupboards blew off in the kitchen so the kitchen where it happened was just a mess everything had come off the walls and uh, forensic scientists come in to find out the cause of it and he had just been to a fire just up the road a house fire and so we had this sort of carpet through the hallway and as he walked in he just trod these sort of silvery ash footprints through the floor and then he looked back at the mess he'd made he went did I just do that I went yeah you, you did he went yeah that all happened in the explosion <laughs> oh, so we got all of that redone God, really? everything was redone oh, we moved into like a shiny new house like it was incredible so uh, for all the bad he did we did get you know the best yes, okay. renovation of all time uh, yeah yeah the insurance company were brilliant though because I just um, I phoned them up and they were just like don't worry about it just uh, we'll put you up And send us the bill. So everything that was damaged, we just bought all new stuff and we sent them the bill and they just paid for it. That's incredible. It was amazing. They were incredible, to be fair to them. But um, But your son did this. He did it. And I know that he meant it as well.
1: You you know that he did it with spy. He's
2: still got a little thing in his eye. You know, every now and again, he's just still got that little thing in his eye. (laughs) I went into his room to wake him up for school the other day and I was just wearing my pants and uh, he's at this funny age so I went in there and he just went well this can't happen anymore oh, and he just at me like come on mate he's very little but he's yeah he's going on the like chat it's uh I don't know I've, I might have said it before but he uh I took him camping um a little while ago and we went to the he wanted to go to the toilet when he woke up in the morning this is just proving what an evil little child he is right so it went to the toilet block and it was like ten deep at the toilet and so, uh, by the time it got to be his turn, I thought, I've got to try and speed it up. So, I just helped him down with his pyjama bottoms to speed the process up. And he looked at me. It's packed. There's ten people behind us now. And he looked at me and he went, what's your name, mate? <laughs> like, he'd never met me before as what? well. What? Just, he knows what he's doing. He absolutely knows what he's doing. Where does he learn this stuff from? Don't know. YouTube, probably. That's where they all learn it from nowadays, isn't it? Oh, my God. Your son's got the chat. He's got it. He definitely has. He's um, where I've, uh, I've taken him to gigs before. Mm. and um, he's gone on afterwards when they're like I did done some like theatre stuff Mm. you know gigs in theatres and he's gone on and just like talked into the mic to the empty theatre he's definitely got the uh, really do you
1: think he'll be do you think he'll be one
2: I uh, I want it. I think I'd be happy if he was because I always wanted to. From from about his age, I wanted to be a stand-up.
1: Right. And so, but I
2: didn't bother doing anything to, uh, until like I was in my twenties, into my late twenties.
1: Like mm. Start. Okay.
2: So I think yeah, it'd be good if he did.
1: Yeah. Okay. Cool. Yeah. He's
2: definitely got that thing in him, and he's already got a story. You know, he blew up a house. So he blew
1: up a house, and, and the payout was eighty-six thousand pounds worth of damage.
2: 86000
1: That's insane. Mm. Oh my god. Need I ask? Is there any more on your son?
2: Oh, there's plenty of stuff on the boy, but um, I think, yeah, I'll leave it there for now. For, for it's him. enough. To I'll tell you. I'll tell you another time. Oh, really? I'll, I'll, I'll do an Edinburgh show about it maybe <laughs> yeah. one day. When the well, I've not, I've not got any material about the uh, the house explosion yet. But really, yeah, it's not. I, That's ten years should, old. That material. Yeah, yeah. So people are like, oh, you should, uh, you should, you should uh, do something about that. And I'm like. Not really over it yet. <laughs> not sure, oh sure. I've sure okay. sure levelled it up yet.
1: Yeah. Maybe you should do it on your son's opinions on it now. Yeah, yeah, no, that's a What's good What's your idea? opinions on it now you're in uh, double digits?
2: Yeah, well, we've got photos and stuff. I can't wait when he gets his first girlfriend and brings her around, and I'm
1: like, this is what this little sod did. This think is what happened. you're going to deal with. Yeah, I
2: think so. Yeah, yeah, just be aware. Because I'm quite clumsy, but, you know, I've never destroyed a family home. Yeah, <laughs>
1: that is amazing. Okay, Ash, who's going to be a second choice?
2: Well, this is... This is maybe a bit controversial oh, okay. because this guy is uh an absolute legend, Right. To be fair. But um it's Shane Ritchie. Shane Ritchie. The man, the myth, the legend, okay. Shane Ritchie. Um and he <laughs> What's uh, Shane Ritchie done? He's done pretty much everything to me, Shane Ritchie. So I I didn't know Shane Ritchie at all. But just to give you a bit of background, like I've been with my girlfriend now uh seven years, seven or eight years. Uh should no, I don't know. Um <laughs> yeah. and uh, we've got to the point where uh, she, like I, like I say, I was married previously, and uh, but my girlfriend, she's never been married. And so there is that sort of pressure now where after you've been together seven or eight years, um, you know, I, in all honesty, I, if there was no pressure to it, I probably wouldn't ever get married again. I don't see the necessity for it. Okay. Um, but... It's we've been together that length of time now. Wherever if we go anywhere, people go. Oh, he's going to propose. This ah, is going to be the big okay, one. Yeah. So we've been to Rome. We went to Rome like last year and this year we went to Rome. And everyone in her life, you know, it's like, oh, oh, this will be oh, it. Oh, this is the this moment. Is the only real reason he's taking you back to Rome yeah, is because. Yeah. And we went to Barcelona, and now it's genuinely got to the to the point where, um about six months ago, I did a, a gig in Scunthorpe, and her friends were like. Oh, she came with me. She's like, oh, Scunthorpe, scummy. scummy It's gonna. I'm not gonna do it, Thought. Oh, my so God, I've just... kind of put it off. Like I like her. Don't get me wrong. Right. And I do want to be. If she's listening. I, I really do genuinely like you, and I do want to be with you forever. Yeah. But I don't feel I need a certificate to prove it. Yes, because you know okay. I mean? it didn't work last time; it doesn't mean anything.
1: Yeah. Um, I mean, yeah. But so, just... so, so what does this have to do, with Shane Richie? Sorry. I've no, worked. don't be sorry. I've
2: <laughs> oh, this—that's why I love this podcast so much. <laughs> I just feel like I'm. Just unloading. Yeah. It's like
1: yeah, if you yeah, like. Obviously, you can't see it right now. But when, every time I invite someone on this podcast, there's just a big red couch that they lie out on when they <laughs> record. Yeah. And just let it go.
2: Oh, I'm gonna leave here. I'm just gonna float home. <laughs> yeah. Just playing. oh god, I feel really great. Everything got to get everything off my chest. So right. So sorry. No, don't those. be sorry. It's great. Uh, <laughs> I just don't know if my dad ever loved me. No, okay. Oh my god. Um, no. Right. So. Um, so, so there was this bit of pressure, right, to get to get engaged, to get proposed, to get engaged. That's the mm, thing. Mm. But I always had this thing because uh, me and my my wife split up a long time ago. You know, shortly after my son, you know, blew up a house, actually. Yeah. And um, but we, I never bothered to get divorced. I mean, it just never. But it wasn't a, it wasn't oh, a right, pressing okay. matter. We just right. we were still married, but we were separate. She'd moved on. Mm-hmm. Uh, too soon if anything okay. and, uh, and okay. I, had, um, I had as well and um, so there was never really that, that issue but my girlfriend it's got to the point where she wanted to get engaged and I was like "Well, we can't because you know I, I, I know everyone knows me as comedian Ash Frith you know everyone <laughs> yes. but okay, yeah. I'm not so financially well off that we can just throw money around willing to, get, to mm. get divorced in the UK if you, even if you do it all yourself mm. costs a minimum of 425 quid so that's it, if you do all the paperwork yourself. Right. So I was like, right, well, I, we can't, I can't get engaged to you whilst I'm still married. That yep. would be bad for
1: mm-hmm, me. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So
2: um, I'd kind of just been playing that card, basically, until one morning, about 8 o'clock in the morning on a Monday, my phone rang, 8 o'clock, and the voice at the other end just went, oh, hello, mate, it's Shane Ritchie here. <laughs> what? And I went... What? He <laughs> like, woke me up. You know yeah, what I mean? I was like, yeah. I, "It feels like something that could be true." I don't know. I don't know who'd be. You know, everything. You assume someone's taking the piss, don't yeah, you? Know? Was like, yeah. And he said, "Our oh, mutual friend of ours has um, uh, given me your number." Um, it was Terry Alderton. You know the comedian Terry Alderton. Oh, yeah. He was in Extenders with Shane. Yeah. And he said, "Because um, I did some tour support for Terry, so he's like, I'm running this gig on." Uh, he goes, "There's good news and bad news." Like uh, the bad news is it's this Thursday. And I was like, okay, well, you know, I'm dangerously free. That <laughs> yeah, yeah. He said, but the good news is it's 425 quid. What? Which is the exact amount of money that I needed to get divorced. So I'm like, "What? it's great news, <laughs> Shane, and I'd love to do the gig. It was with some incredible acts. It was Bob Mills, Ed Byrne, Tim Vine. We were doing this incredible gig. But it did take away that little edge of, oh, I can afford to get divorced now. <laughs> So Shane Ritchie directly, that money that he paid me went directly out on my divorce. (laughs) Paid for it to the penny. No way. To my girlfriend's like, well, that's, you know, that's that excuse that we can get engaged. I'm like, oh, well, we can't, can't get engaged because, you know, Although now I am divorced, mm. getting engaged still. Oh. I mean, it's a lot of money. You got to buy a ring, yeah, and I think is it like ten percent or something, twenty right, percent. that's, the, what, they, rules that's what they say. Uh, three
1: three months. Yeah, that's outside. too much. Right, that's a lot, but, isn't it? Yeah. So I'm
2: like, yeah. I'm, I'm not saying I earn a huge amount of money, but um, I can't can't put that. Aside. No, no,
1: no. Yeah.
2: So then she says, um, <laughs> she says, "I found this. I found a vintage ring." Okay. I live in Leon C in Essex, mm. right? So that is all the rage. If you've got, you know, anything vintage, you take it to Leon C. You can charge quadruple what it's worth. Is billion. that how it is? Yeah, God, okay. Yeah, people love all that stuff, right? Some she's found this ring, and it's like six hundred six hundred and thirty quid or something. Vintage <sighs> ring, which is, I mean, that's a deal. I love her. £630, I do. I think, you know, that's, I'm like, I, mm, yeah, you know,
1: that's, you know. Yeah, yeah I think that's yeah.
2: acceptable. If you're going to be
1: doing it, then. For something you're going to wear for the rest of your life. Yeah, Right. Let's say that. Yeah.
2: So I'm kind of, I'm putting it off, putting it off, putting it off. And then um I'm at home and uh there's a knock at the door. I'm with my son, knock at the door. And uh, it's a British gas uh engineer. Right. So he says, I'm here to do your annual gas inspection. Yeah. So I say, okay, no problem. He comes in, he fiddles with a few things, and then he leaves like twenty minutes later. And then I'm just about to make my son a, a delicious sort of beans on toast meal Love or it. something. Yeah. And um, I turn on the gas, and the, the hob doesn't work. There's no gas coming out. I'm like, well, the guy's obviously turned something off. So I yeah. phone up British Gas and uh, and say, like, your guy's just been here. Could you get him back? Like, he's turned off the gas. It's not working. Yeah. And they, when he wouldn't have touched any of
1: that. What?
2: I went, no, he definitely did. Like it was working this morning and now it's not working. They went, Well, we can't he he wouldn't have touched that. As well, the thing that you're you you're covered for, he wouldn't have touched any of that. If you want your appliances covered, it's like six hundred pounds a year for appliance like grade four appliance cover. And I was like what are you talking about like the guy it worked he's done this it, you can't, it's clearly him
1: you can't just come into my house turn something off and then charge <laughs> yeah, me for it and then say it's 600 quid yeah. so I'm
2: like no this is mad like he's done and they went oh we understand your frustration but there's nothing we can do I was like really Hidden? i said he's, just left. I said I could probably run outside and get him. He's probably not left the road. Yeah, this is yeah. And they're like, "Well, um, yeah, no, there's nothing. If you do want to, uh, if you do want it to, it, want him to come back, you have to take out this home cover. We can get someone back today or as soon as possible." I was like, "No, this is ridiculous." <laughs> yeah. And I said, "There's nothing more we can do." I asked to speak to a supervisor and I end up, speak, up speaking to a supervisor, and he's just like, he said the same thing over and over and over. And I was like, "Is this how you trick old ladies into right, like okay. se- giving away this money?" Because I've yes. heard that kind of thing. Yeah. And they're like, "There's nothing we can do." So. So I did what everyone does nowadays. I went on Twitter mm. and I, at British Gas, and right. I said, yeah, this yeah, is yeah. ridiculous. Mm-hmm. There's no way. you like, the guy came, he turned off the gas. Um, you've got to come back and sort this out. And they were like, there's nothing we can do. We understand. The same thing. Frustra- we understand your frustrations. There are other options. Blah, blah, blah. Then, Shane Ritchie, who's been following me on Twitter since the gig we did together, goes at British Gas, I have met Ash's boiler. <laughs> Get round there and sort it out. That's the tweet he sends, right? Right. Within two minutes, I get a tweet from British Gas. Please DM us your details. We'll get somewhere as soon as possible. Within five minutes, there's a knock at the door. A different British Gas engineer turns up and goes, he's ashen-faced. He's just like, I don't know what's happened. I've just been told I've got to get her as soon as possible. Sort whatever the problem is. Shane Richie's got hundreds of thousands of Twitter followers.
1: Yeah, yeah. So
2: they just don't want that bad publicity. They come, they fix the gas, all sorted out.
1: Oh my 600 god! Six hundred
2: quid saved.
1: There we go. Oh no. the, the price of
2: an engagement ring. But the best thing about that was like a, uh, just over a year ago that happened. Shane Ritchie tweeted me a, on the year anniversary just a pair of praying hands, and it just said still guarding. <laughs> He's my guardian that's agent. That's amazing. So you think that's the end of it, right? So Shane Richie's paid for my divorce. He's basically, <laughs> essentially, given me the money to buy an engagement ring. Okay. And weddings are still. I don't know if you've ever planned a wedding. They're so expensive. It's ridiculous. Yeah. Like, you I've know, seen. Yeah, yeah. People, you know, in theory, you can pay for it for ten years. You you might be split up from the person, and still paying it, and off. still paying for your oh, wedding. Man. So I'm like, right, okay. So we can. I've got divorced. I can afford to buy this engagement ring, but. We still can't afford to get married. Like we can't justify them. We have got to get a. We just bought a new house. We've got to get a new bathroom. Got to get a new kitchen. How can we justify this? This outgoing. So I'm driving up to Edinburgh for Edinburgh last year, and uh, I get a phone call on the way, and it's a production TV production company, mm. and they said, um, "Oh hello, um, we are uh, from a quiz show called Decimate, a right. BBC quiz show, and we're just wondering whether you'd like to be on the show." So I was like. Well, oh, yeah, okay, that'd be great as yeah. a contestant, not oh. as like a no, not nothing to have been a comedian, not okay. you know. Yeah, was, yeah. was like, I was like, yeah, okay, and they said, okay, yeah, it's presented by Shane Ritchie. This, uh, <laughs> this thing, so come into London and meet with us. So going to London after I've been in Edinburgh, and have a meeting with this production team. Like, there's there's a few people there, you know. It's it's for they they just got contestants that are coming in, hmm. and as I'm uh, doing this thing, they're doing camera checks and stuff. They say, oh, have you got any stories about Shane Ritchie at all? I was like, "Well, I presume you must know that you know guess, that because I'm
1: here." Yeah, and, yeah. yeah,
2: yeah, it's really weird. <laughs> so then, um, that all goes well. I do this sort of mini. It's a weird thing, like it's an audition to be a contestant on a game show.
1: Yeah, okay. So, so
2: I do that, and I go, and I'm on this game show called Decimate. I get on it. What? Right? So then I'm watching all these these all these episodes of this show no one wins on that show i don't know if there'll be listeners listening to this that have seen the show it's impossible like so one of the questions on one of the shows i watched was uh, which north london football team plays in red and white so there'll be plenty of people who know that's arsenal you yeah, know what i mean yeah, yeah. it's like even if you don't really know anything about football you might go well i know arsenal wear in white yeah. the next one was what is the name of the bird that sits on the right of odin's throne what? It's like, nobody knows those, nobody knows both those answers. It's incredible. (laughs) They're so difficult, these questions. And basically, what it is, is you start with 20 grand Uh, and every question you get wrong, you lose a bit of the money. Right, okay. So I go on and uh, you're in a team of three and... Just, there's general knowledge. I'm quite good at general knowledge, but there's things I know that I didn't know that I knew. Like, I'm just okay. answering these questions. There's things coming out about the Easter Island statues, and I'm just like, oh, yeah, they're called so... Like, oh, where the oh, bloody hell is yeah, this stuff yeah, coming from? Yeah, yeah, But I'm thinking, well, it's still ne- there's no chance. The guy that goes on after me, he um, he did all right, but the woman that went on from the team, she had an absolute nightmare. Just like it was just money just dropping. Bang, oh, bang, bang. Man, man. So at this point, I'm thinking, well, this is... Fucking hilarious! Like I think it'd be brilliant. Like after the two things Shane Richie's done to me, for me, I thought if if I bo- like absolutely bottom out here and we win nothing, I think it'd be a really funny end to this story.
1: Right.
2: So then it comes to the final round, and basically you have to take it in turns to answer ten questions in a, in like two minutes or whatever. Right. So they say, right, who's going to go first? And bearing in mind the woman that's on the team, she has. But like she's been terrible. Yes, yeah, I'm like yeah. She should definitely go. <laughs> yeah, Something yeah. weird. There's no chance of us winning. She should just go. It'll be hilarious. She'll get all the questions wrong. Yeah. <laughs> she just gets every question right. Bang, bang, (laughs) bang, bang, bang. bang. We win like nine grand on this show. Yeah, So Shane Richie has paid for my wedding, (laughs) essentially. (laughs) But now I've got no excuse to not do it. Like there's like, oh, right. So we can get, you're divorced. We can buy the engagement ring and now we can afford a wedding. (laughs) It's like, Shane, come on, mate. (laughs) It's absolutely ridiculous. So yeah, that's that's Shane Richie's role my second
1: dick. There is so much to unpack there. That is <laughs> unbelievable. How has Shane Ritchie become such an integral part of your life? Isn't it's that? incredible.
2: Yeah, it's really, really strange as well. And um, like a few, like he'll tweet occasionally. But the best thing about being, about having Shane Ritchie as my guardian angel mm. is because I am Ash, right? I'm top of everyone's phone list all of the time. Of course, yeah. Once or twice a month, I get a pocket call from Shane Ritchie <laughs> where I just hear it'll be Shane Ritchie. It'll be all times, of day or night. He, that man is a party animal. <laughs> is He's he, an absolute. Is he? you'll just hear like boom, 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 and just rustling because I'm in Shane Richie's pocket at some like brilliant after party or something he's, oh he's just released an God. album a, a music album Has Shane Richie, which I absolutely think that everyone should uh, download and buy yeah. or whatever um, but yeah I, he, I just hear I hear him out at social events from his pocket all the time <laughs> and it's always exciting because I always think like is this going to be the next part of
1: an adventure when he really when he or, re- oh so uh, this is okay but he's been—he's <laughs> done so many amazing things for you. But the reason why he—okay—I just need to get to the bottom I don't of want exactly to get married, why James. you don't want to get married. I just don't and that's see the why. Point. Although some may see these as beautiful things that he's no. done for you, no,
2: no interest. It's pointless, isn't it? Yeah, I don't need to. Like I said, I don't need certificates. You don't that. want
1: to do it. Thanks, but no thanks, Shane. Yeah, yeah. But
2: thanks, please mate. bring
1: on the next adventure.
2: Yeah, but he also when uh, like I uh, did a thing with Shane, uh, did a gig with him, and uh, my girlfriend came along. And he was—he's such a nice bloke as Is well. He? Yeah, oh God, he's so bloody genuinely nice. Oh, man. and uh, he was going to the TV awards, like the you know the uh, the soap awards or whatever it's called. And he said to my girlfriend, she's like, "Oh, I love Hollyoaks. She loves Hollyoaks." He mm. went, "Come with me. I've got a spare ticket. My wife can't come. Come." <laughs> she's like, "What?" He went, yeah, "Just come. Come along." Like, what? Come on, mate. <laughs> Do us a favour. I can't come, but that's why he's a dick. Did you
1: know she I mean? go? No, she didn't end up going.
2: Honestly, if you ever get Shane Richie on this podcast, he would be brilliant for it. He has got some incredible stories as well about. Uh, I
1: might add him in about some of the on uh, the hope that he'll get a retweet. <laughs>
2: some of the some of the uh, the cast of the different things he's been in.
1: Whew. Really? Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, All good, right. That's juicy. He's a good guy. Although but, that is so controversial for this, though, because he's got to be a dick, right?
2: Yeah, but like I say, I really don't want to get married. <laughs>
1: okay. I can't okay, okay. see the point yes. in getting married. Right.
2: I love my girlfriend. Yes. I'm, that might be the first time I've said that on air here. But wow. No, I do, okay. no, I've said it to her. Oh, right, I don't okay. go, I'm just saying on this show, okay, I, I okay. feel like I've skirted around the issue that right. I really like her. Yeah. And I do want to be with her forever. <laughs> yeah. But I don't feel like I need a piece of paper to prove it. Sure. Like I say, I've done it before. It didn't work out. She wants to... He's taken all of that away that's the problem. I, I, you yeah. don't have to accept it. You know this no, is your problem. No, no, you're, no, no. You're no. the one shipping us over no, to the I'll island. Do, it. But I, I'm I, just... do
1: You know what? I love it for the story. Okay, so Shane Richie goes on the island. Ash, who's going to be your third choice?
2: And this again is a contro- uh, controversial one because this is a man that I love. Uh, I love him so much, mm. but he is uh, his time has come, and it's uh, the Arsenal manager, Arsene Wenger.
1: Arsene Wenger.
2: Yeah. So I don't know. Are you a football fan? Yeah, That's yeah, it. yeah. yeah awesome. I like football. Yeah, yeah. I. This man he changed the face of football in the UK. Like mm. he, he literally came across when when there were players at Arsenal, uh, everyone in England, they were just these fat, you know they weren't athletes. They were guys, they'd, there was a drinking culture. Mm. They all just, you know, ate what they wanted to eat. He'd come along and was like, no more sugar, no more alcohol. He cleaned up a club. He made a a, a team of guys, who were, there, there was the Tuesday club at Arsenal. They'd go out and get off their faces every single Tuesday because they didn't have training on Wednesday. Great. And he just stopped it all and he made everyone an athlete. And um, I look at pictures of uh, Steve Bold, who's now the assistant at Arsenal. I look at pictures of him in 1995 when he was about 31, 32 and he looks like an old man mm. right? he's um, he's not fat by any means but you know there's no muscle on him right and if you look at one of the players now they are like middleweight boxers oh, they're, they're incredible yeah yes yeah. they're so all beautiful yeah, men 32 yeah. 35 40 years old they're
1: in incredible incredible shape. shape yeah
2: but what's happened at arsenal is he has just he's he's lost he, he's lost it because everyone's caught up with him basically right. but he can't see it he, he won't go ah. he won't leave he won't okay. and so he's he's spoiling his legacy uh, but every ah. single game he comes out and he says the same thing he says oh the spirit's good the spirit's really good at this club it's, like, it's not It's,
1: ah. it's not. God's maybe in the dressing room because everyone's in such good shape they're probably feeling quite happy
2: everyone's looking at each other's abs and uh, they're
1: like oh yeah we're all, we're all good <laughs> yeah, aren't we yeah, yeah, <laughs> look yeah, how we're beautiful wheel, all we have had a great time <laughs> yeah.
2: well, look at Jack we Wilshere and his tight buns or whatever <laughs> know, it is yeah, they say to each other. Um, but yeah, I d- it's just like, um he always says, there's a the thing about spirit. There's a- he says, oh, we need to focus on the next game. We're having like the worst season we've had in 25 years. But he keeps mm. saying, i just got to focus on the next one. But he's in total denial. It's a bit like, have you ever been out with like your mum or whatever, mm. or an arm, and... And they get really pissed, yep. and they've kind of lost control. They're yeah. having a great time,
1: yeah. but you're a little bit embarrassed by it. And you're the one, like you're like, oh, gotta get him. It sobers you up. That's, that's I mean. exactly yeah, that's yeah. what
2: I'm feeling now with Arson. I feel like, come on, mate, you've got like you it. could have gone. You've been a hero, and there's people and there's people chanting against him now. And so what's he hang, what's he hanging on for? I, I, glory. He wants
1: some more glory. He's chasing glory that that can never come now. That's that's the problem. What so, would be the best move for Arson? Arson. He... Now, right now, not the shoulda woulda couldas. What should he do now?
2: Oh, a lovely restaurant i <laughs> oh, just go to a nice restaurant. Yeah. Not even
1: go to like a lower league club. No, or... no, no. He right, should okay. just
2: be, he should have his feet up on the south of France. He should be enjoying himself. There's the thing, have you ever seen the whole thing about Arsenal not being able to zip up his coat? Have you ever seen it? It's quite a famous thing. Oh, yes. He's yeah. got these massive <laughs> long coats. I yeah. And I just think as well, like, imagine being on the island with Arsenal Wenger. He'd be in charge of the tent, yeah. but he wouldn't be able to zip it closed <laughs> yeah, of an evening. Yeah. So he'd just be in there, insects <laughs> coming in. Yeah. And he'd just be fumbling around with it for 10 minutes. he pretty
1: much, that tent is a, that coat is a tent, yeah it? yeah basically mad, yeah. yeah, we'd
2: all be living in Arson's coat <laughs> it'd be warm but it, there'd be a, a breeze coming through the flap
1: there's an incredible photoshop of his coat just carrying on have you seen it where he's like 60 <laughs> foot tall and no, it's just Arsene's coat like going when this podcast goes out I will put that picture out with it Yeah, it's, he's uh, it's excellent
2: he's a parody of himself now unfortunately but like I say I love him I love him so much he's done so much I, I, my season ticket Arsenal I got uh, the same time that he joined the club mm. so I have lived through this, wow, this you've incredible, seen some incredible time
1: yeah but it does In- just invincibles like, and all that yeah
2: um, we can't even talk about the Invincibles. It makes me sad.
1: No, yeah, because um. it's so so long ago, or because it's just so far from now. <laughs> it's just, it hurts. So yeah, okay. Much. Yeah.
2: But then, so uh, like, honestly, you nearly made it onto the list of dicks yourself tonight because uh, really? uh, it's been so bad being an Arsenal fan recently. When we arranged this this show, um, uh, it was on a night that Arsenal play, mm. and um, and I was like, yeah, no, I'll come and do that I want. I'm a big fan of the show, James. Oh, I appreciate like, that. that. Thank from, you very uh, much. Cheers, everyone. mate. I'm blushing. Uh, and so I was like, yeah, I'll come and do that. And I won't watch Arsenal. Right. And then you said, Oh, can we make it a bit later? So I then got, I could then go and watch it in a pub and I went and watched it. I was like, If we lose and I come <laughs> on this podcast, then and he's let me watch it. Oh but man. Luckily we won.
1: So yeah. So yeah, he's yeah. in high spirit. Yeah. It's interesting that you put Arsenal in on a day that you've actually won.
2: Yeah. Well, that's, yeah, I feel bad because I, I, I've been a, a Wenger apologist for a long time. Okay. So that's the thing. I kind of thought he had this big plan. Mm. But he hasn't
1: got. But enough is enough.
2: Enough. That's perfect. There you go. That should be on a banner.
1: Enough is enough.
2: But have, have you seen they've been doing like fly pasts? People have paid for aeroplanes to fly past with like Venger out
1: and stuff like that. It's a waste of money, isn't it?
2: It's a waste of <some laughs> money, isn't it? Shane Ritchie paid for it all, <laughs> apparently. <laughs> Did he? Yeah, Did he so actually? Yeah, yeah. He yeah, pays yeah. for all that
1: stuff. Yeah. Um, Ash, now mercifully, among the record... Anything else on Arson before we go? <laughs> I, think, I feel like we have covered Arson. But. I feel great. I
2: feel uh, genuinely. I feel the best of it. I feel as free as I've ever felt
1: Uh, Ash, now mercifully, among the wreckage of the plane, there was some food and drink left over. Unfortunately for you, it's your least favourite food and drink in the world. What are they and why are they so bad?
2: Well, I am a vegan. Oh, yes. Which I. It's so annoying because, you know, people, there's that old hacky joke where people say, how do you know if someone's a vegan, they tell you? Yeah. And I hate it because it's never. I've not been a vegan. I've been vegetarian for 30 years, pretty much, Mm. and I've been vegan for just like a few months now. Mm. But. It's never me telling someone I'm vegan. It's mm. always brought up by someone else. And then I have to then go, oh, yeah, I'm vegan.
1: Yes. And okay. that's what I
2: feel. But I do feel a little bit like, you know, like you've got your extreme vegan, like Morrissey, you know, yes. he's real. And people are like, oh, God, Morrissey. But I think if you genuinely believe that meat is murder, Mm. you'd be going mad if people, like, you go, what are you doing? If you thought it was murder and you walked past a butcher's, you'd be going, what are you (laughs) doing? This is horrific. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, But I I feel a bit bad because I'm not choosing meat. If I was choosing meat, I'd choose bacon because simply because after 30 years being a vegetarian, everyone goes um, I bet you miss bacon people always say that yeah, don't no, they I don't miss bacon I why do think... they say that I don't know well, is I don't that know. meant to be
1: the, the the meat of all meats
2: it's weird isn't it because like you wouldn't, if you had a last meal it wouldn't be bacon most people would say steak or, I mean I don't, yeah, I don't I don't think I ever ate a steak
1: but where... like with bacon it's like it's, you know, it's fine, but it's not like the world would end if you didn't have bacon. Yeah,
2: imagine. Oh, how do you cope with that bacon? I do fine, mate.
1: It's a really thin bit. You've, you've normally got, like, about 20 times more bread than you have actual meat in it's there. It's always burnt, isn't it? It's almost always burnt. Burnt or stringy. Oh, You know, geez, it probably makes dude. you feel sick as a vegan.
2: I can't... I just... I can't fathom it, but... Um, I haven't chosen meat, so you know maybe okay. I, I listen oh. to the. the You're ep- getting
1: away with a lot here. Then? I'm sorry.
2: Yeah, no, I'm, right, really, sorry. Right, I'm right. really sorry. I'm really sorry. I listened to the uh, the episode you had with Jeff uh, Lloyd. Yes. And he all was right. saying, yeah. you know, he he felt like he should be vegan, hmm. but I kind of feel like I am, but I don't like. I don't want to tell anyone. But um, what have. I have chosen is avocados. <laughs> they are. After all that, yeah, they are disgusting. They are putrid no I don't believe anyone likes avocado it's so popular it's so like in the, it's the word in the zeitgeist you know what I mean everyone's yeah, talking okay. about yeah. oh I went to someone's house and they said um I said, oh, no, it's disgusting. She went, oh, you've not had it proper. You should have smashed avocado on toast. Okay. Like, A, smashed avocado. What are you talking about? That's, smashed that's avocado. very
1: annoying. Yeah. So
2: they made it, and it tastes like snot. Disgusting. <laughs> oh, do you like avocado?
1: Yes. Absolute bollocks. Um, do it. No, 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 you. no. I'm waiting <laughs> for you to finish, and then
2: I'll... <laughs> I don't believe it. I just don't believe it. It's no. like the emperor's new clothes. No. I think that's what it is.
1: No, okay, so... I feel like there's a real issue at the minute, yeah. right? You're getting in a defensive position. <laughs> but Sorry. Uh, no, no, it's fine. No, 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 no. it's I'll what it's all up. about. I've stood okay. Up. I like avocados. I've always liked avocados. Don't From you. the first time I've tried an avocado, I like it. But there is a real issue with the way that people have the way the way the, the way we ruin many things. People have ruined avocados <laughs> by <laughs> taking mashed up avocado yeah. and calling it smashed avocado. Yeah. That makes me feel sick to my stomach. So this um, language. It's is... so I saw
2: an advert on the way here for a new, like, I guess plant based milk substitute. And it says milk, but not. Like, fuck off! <laughs> what? Like, what are you talking about? It's not milk,
1: then? No, it's not milk. It's not milk, and not. It's see not it. smashed avocado. It's no. It's just mashed, mashed up. I want to see. Okay, so when you see that, I want to see. I want it to say mashed up avocado. <laughs> I can get on that because that's exactly what it is. You've mashed it up. That's fine, but there is. It is a nice texture. It's, it's nice. Not a nice it is texture. A little bit of salt. You can put salt in it, you can put a bit of chili in it. I don't want to You can to. put pepper in Stop it. It's it. delicious. It's, <laughs> it's so good. It tastes like I imagine brain taste. Right, so what I'm thinking here, you're a vegan, right? Yeah, yeah. You need proteins in your life. Yeah. It's a lot in an avocado. A is lot there, of fats as well. Is I don't need any more of that. Actually, um, there might not be proteins, but there's definitely a lot of fat. You can't sell it. There's this good, is the problem. You're part of the problem, James.
2: I go out on the street and they're forcing avocados into my face all over the place. Avocado, avocado. Disgusting. And now there are people like you, propaganda about the protein in them. It is a problem with society today. I went. I went for a meal round somewhere and I understand I'm very very difficult I'm vegan I understand I'm very fussy I don't like mushrooms or tomatoes either what? yes I know it's very difficult what
1: do you eat? I just eat Oven chips. <laughs> <laughs> it's
2: just chips
1: I don't know <laughs> What do you eat? It's mainly that You're
2: right, you got me bent <laughs> to right. Um I went and uh, and the the person who made me dinner She, she said, oh for starter. we've got avocado and, I was like, and so I ate it I forced it all down like a good boy And then at the end she went, how was that? And I went, oh it's really nice, thank you and then she went away, drinks, come back with a drink. And she said, oh, I had the other half of the avocado. And she put it down for me to eat. <laughs> oh, so it's like yeah. I was forced. I had to force... That's your fault for lying. <laughs> That's yes, your karma. That's you. your karma. I take that. You know what? I take that.
1: It's your karma in the shape of a little green avocado. You
2: with a great big pip in
1: yeah. there. Oh, man. No, it's nice. And, okay, hear me out here. I will. I know it's a thin conceit, but. Um, should you land on that pla- uh, on on that uh, crash? Sorry, yeah. on that island, you open the cargo hold and you got loads of calorific, <laughs> fatty avocados full of protein. Uh, they'll keep you going. Right.
2: Arson's coat just full of them. <laughs> Arson's coat. Uh, luckily, yeah. I've got these boys and he's just pulling them out of his pockets. No um, one who can't zip it up.
1: Oh, I, I, although I will say, a sandy avocado would be horrific. Oh, imagine the texture. get a bit of sand in it. Oof. oh that would be horrible
2: yeah yeah no, that would be bad I'm I'm up to the challenge if someone wants to tell me where the best avocado is in the UK <laughs> I'm all over the country I will go and I will I will try it and I will report back I'll
1: tell you where it is Ash it's in your fruit bowl mate just <laughs> go and get yourself one smash <laughs> smash it <laughs> mash it up on some on some brown toast and put a bit of salt on there oh doesn't it have to happy days <laughs>
2: Doesn't it doesn't have to be like granary, um, some sort of uh, <laughs> some sort of gluten-free rye rye bread. Yeah. yeah, okay, yeah, exactly. yeah, yeah. I like I say, I live at. in Leon C. Yeah, it's like end of every road. You've got all sorts of stuff.
1: <laughs> right, okay. Um, reluctantly, you—it's your desert island Dicks, So reluctantly, avocado. What about your drink choice? What's going to be your drink?
2: Coffee. Coffee? It is ridiculous. I just don't get it. I don't, I think it tastes disgusting. And it's the, again, it's the emperor's new clothes. Mm. My girlfriend spends more money on coffee than she does on, you know, like, I don't know, tea, I was going to say TV. Like, you know, we spend more money on coffee than on holidays abroad, yeah. Yeah. let's say, not okay. TV. Um, it's the different types. Like she, we go, we, My mate owns a coffee shop. Uh, Barlow and Fields and Leon C. Little shout out. Nice. Um, and he would smashed me, avocado. He Hit me would. Up. Uh, oh god, he'd be all over the smashed avocado. <laughs> but they've got a board behind, like you know, behind the counter of about forty different coffees: oh. Aeropressed latte, americano. Like, is it Picchino or? It's <laughs> no, like, I, don't I don't know, know about what that. You're talking about. <laughs> yeah. It's just coffee express. What's this? Oh, that's an espresso, but it's got a little bit more water in it. Okay. What's that? Oh, that comes in a brown cup. And it's ten quid. Yeah. I just don't get it. I don't like the taste. It's ridiculous. We bought. I bought my girlfriend a coffee machine um, for Christmas last year, and uh, in the hope that we'd just be able to not spend so much fucking money on coffee. <laughs> yes. But then she buys these pods for it.
1: Yeah, about thirty quid. Oh, are they, that's where they get you in the pods, right? She has pods, to get them
2: right? delivered. She gets them delivered to the house.
1: Yeah, they're expensive. Just
2: buy yourself. PG tips yeah. and have a cup of tea. If you want a hot drink, have a cup of tea.
1: Are you tea tea only? Tea only. Soy milk. Soy milk. And two shippers. Yeah. Let it sit. Do you drink any different types of tea?
2: Well that's bollocks as well. Okay. to me, tea is English breakfast tea or you know right. Irish breakfast tea, whatever. Which is also delicious. Tea keep isn't real, keep it Brexit. <laughs> <laughs> no, absolutely not. No. Let's make that absolutely clear. No. I want my tea European. No. I want. I love it. Yeah, <laughs> blend it from all over Europe.
1: Uh, someone uh, pointed me in the direction of a funny debate on Twitter some guy saying um, some guy that was tweeting Yorkshire tea saying have you heard about this no, tweeting no. Yorkshire tea saying yeah I only drink t- Yorkshire tea tea from Yorkshire <laughs> and someone wrote underneath you do know these tea leaves <laughs> come from China yeah, yeah. and he was like what yeah. No. And he genuinely thought the tea was being grown in Yorkshire. If
2: you go, um, have you ever seen that Inside the Factory program of Greg Wallace? I haven't, no. Oh, it's incredible. Greg Wallace, the chef, he is brilliant. He's like amazed by everything. It's this show where they go, it's it, literally inside the factory. So right. it'd be tea. All this tea, they cut, they go like 30 different places in Kenya or whatever, and they make this tea. And he's staggered. Are you trying to tell me <laughs> that you make 40 different types of tea leaves and you probably get together <laughs> and they make my cup of tea? I can't believe it. Every Thing it's like they did New Balance trainers. I love New Balance trainers. Yeah, yeah. And he's like, are "You trying to tell me you make a pair of trainers every five minutes in his factory?" Yeah, that's what they do, yeah. Greg. You fucking idiot! <laughs> yeah. like, why, are you, why are you amazed by this? Yeah. yeah but it, he's, like, yeah, they were saying it's like um, they have a guy that, that tastes the tea, so they make this blend, and uh, he tastes like thirty cups of tea and goes right, "That's the right blend." Uh, so he knows the taste of each, you know, how it should taste, basically. Yeah,
1: like a yeah, like a wine connoisseur. Yeah, like but he
2: tea. D- yeah. he does it if it's Tea. And so, the, oh, God, I'd love that job. But, oh, yeah, yeah, you have a little sip of tea Tasting every now the and again. Tea, oh, yeah. I but I, I'm a stand-up comedian, so basically that is what I'd like. Today I drank just tea and made notes for this show,
1: basically. So nice. I could
2: do that job. Stand on yeah, my head, it'd yeah, be easy. Yeah.
1: But, OK, to go back to the main... Coffee? Yeah.
2: yeah. Are you a coffee drinker?
1: OK, so what I will say is, recently I've started drinking coffee. Do you buy it or do you...? OK, so... At home, I have it out a little tin. Fine. It's cheap. That's fine. Uh, I tend to make it out of the machines at work. I don't buy it from shops Mm. because uh, I just don't. But recently, I've walked past shops knowing that in about 10 minutes' time, I'm going to be at work. I've just got this this little tickle in me that says, just pop just pop in there mm. pop in there so not like two quid pop in there get yourself a little cappuccino your little
2: Ed Devil on your shoulder sounds sexy
1: are you aware <laughs> of that like, <laughs> he's got he <laughs> e
2: does he's got a little bit of
1: flirtatiousness in his
2: voice Oh, I tell you what, i think I might. I might buy coffee. If he's well,
1: there. some of the things that he's made me do. <laughs> Don't you think, though? I think coffee's the new smoke, The new smoking. Oh, oh, because you can't smoke in buildings anymore. No, but yeah. you can
2: take in a pint of coffee. Yeah, that costs six pound to a,
1: yeah. a pot or yeah, whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm working a lot at the minute. You've and, got to I mean, and you've got to be and, out of the house. Well, yeah, I've got. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, <laughs> I started working on this other show, and someone said to me. Um, do you want a coffee? And I was like, oh, yeah. And I, I didn't want to make a fuss. I didn't want to make a fuss. And I said, make me this coffee. It's fine. So they made a coffee and they brought it back to me. And I was like, oh, mm. <laughs> feel, feel a little bit perky now. <laughs> and, and I found that, you know, the next hour flew by. Really? And, and then that's it. I got the tickle and I started having coffee.
2: I do, I do envy that. I do envy that because tea doesn't affect me in that way. And there's, the, and
1: there's all these lies where they're like, there's more caffeine in a tea. Mm. I don't know if I'm more tolerant because I've drank it since I was about 13 drinking tea. Yeah.
2: <sighs> See, this, I'm going to contradict myself. I kind of want to like <sighs> coffee. But I just don't get it. I think it's so I do think it, it, it is the new smoking. God,
1: I'm pulling you around full circle. You, it
2: feels like it's that sexy in a <laughs> monologue you've got It's kind of, of like He could say I hey, uh, I think uh, maybe, again maybe it's like good coffee. I'd go yeah. I
1: appreciate this coffee. Oh man, sometimes it just you're like, "Ooh." But uh, <laughs> Ash, I'm not trying to do that. Okay, Ash coffee. So coffee goes in. Um <laughs> Fortunately for you, you won't be without entertainment on the island. The plane's entertainment system continues to work, but just your luck. It only has two working settings. One is your least favourite film of all time, and the other, your least favourite song. What are they, and why are they so bad?
2: My least favourite film? Mm-hmm. I feel like every one of my my choices comes with this like weird caveat. Right? Yeah. It's my least favourite film, but it's probably the film I've watched more than any other film. Okay. And it's What Women Want, with what Mel Gibson.
1: Women...
2: Oh, yeah. It
1: is... Awful. The, Why have you watched that the, more, the most? Because it's
2: on a lot, and okay. I w- it will start. You know, when you just like I get home late from gigs or whatever, and I put the telly on, and then it's on, and it's I'll, just on. I have never turned it off. You know that's one film that's been. If it's on, I will watch it. You know, like Die Hard. You do that with Die Hard. It's just like I'm going to watch Die Hard today. What Women Want is the same thing to me, but it's horrible. It's like the like now. You know, you watch a film and you'll have like a character that's uh, an unlikable character, and throughout the film he gradually or he or she gradually learns and improves, and Mm. and you see that transition. But in What Women Want, like for a start, it's Mel Gibson. And for whatever you think about Mel Gibson, you know he was he was a big star in the sort of eighties nineties yeah, whatever massive yeah, and I think it was two thousand two thousand one this film, so he's still quite a big star hmm. but he's like forty five forty six forty seven in that film, but he's still playing. Like the sexy lead,
1: yeah, and
2: that doesn't sit right with me. You know what I mean? It's like I think that that's fine. You know, I don't think you stop being sexy when you get to that age. I sure. just think if you're trying to hang a film on this guy being like this absolute lothario, mm. I find it very difficult to believe when he's wearing like a turtleneck. Yes,
1: and... I I can pitch for him now. Yeah, yeah. And for this, any listeners that may not, just give us a quick synopsis of the of the premise.
2: Right. So this film is about Mel Gibson is a complete and utter misogynist. Mm. He is. Um, he's constantly trying to just sleep with the women. He belittles the women. He doesn't think, you know, he's, he's a, as anti-feminist as you can imagine. Mm. He's got a young daughter who is uh, sort of 15, 16 years old. She's just discovering herself. She's got a new boyfriend. Right. Um, he has got an ex-wife who he's still trying to hit on all the time. He's literally trying to sleep with every woman at all times. Then uh, he's, a, he's an advertising executive. Um, a new uh, he gets a new sort of boss it's uh, Helen Hunt is Mm. the new boss and she's a woman Mm -hmm. and he can't have that and she's trying to push he's good at his job but he's an arsehole she's Mm, trying to push him she's like you've got we we need to be tapping into the female market everything we do is everything he does is um, bikinis and all of that and at the start of the film it says like he's a man's man you know women want to be with him men want to be him and I thought I don't think a man's man means you're just a misogynist arson. No, yeah. And then what happens is he gets struck by lightning uh, on a balcony.
1: Okay, yes, now I remember. And
2: he can then all of a sudden hear <laughs> everything the women are thinking. Yeah. So, again, he doesn't start being good. He doesn't... At that point, he doesn't go, oh, God, I've seen the error of my ways. Hmm. He just tries to sleep with as many women as <laughs> possible by... Basically, it's, a, it's assault in a way because it's like he just... He can hear what they are thinking and adapt it's not right you know what I mean it doesn't feel right that he's doing that and you're meant to be watching this film going ah good on him oh he's just managed to get that woman in bed who didn't really want to sleep with him but he sort of tricked her and um, so he does that and then his daughter um, wants to sleep with her boyfriend you know she's got this young relationship and uh, he can kind of hear her thinking that and he stops that happening but then you think like what who are you to to stop her her her? who are you to stop her doing that if you've led this life what is
1: going on in this film
2: and then he tries to get Helen Hunt sacked because he can hear all her thoughts and her insecurities Ah. so this is going through all the film and essentially she begins to fall in love with him because he can you know he gives her what she wants he says the things that she wants, and he tricks her to the point where she realizes she thinks that she, he has come up with all of the good ideas, and she's like, oh, "I'm a fraud! Like I come up, with this, he's come up with that idea before me." So she gets sacked, and then at the end of the film, they do kind of get they fall in love, and he he never admits to what he's done, mm. but he goes, "No, you should give her the job. She should, you know, this, she's the best." and that's kind of how it ends it goes with them saying of course she was really good and he steps away from it but at no point does he like repent or does he it hasn't been this sort of slope of him improving he's been an arsehole from start to finish till the very very end where he goes no I won't do that and then then she kind of gets the gig
1: you know what I mean but only because he gives it to her yeah and she didn't that, win it she didn't win it he he it's because he sort of said you can have that
2: yeah 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 that's what? exactly right there is no he, i i looked at reviews today on amazon and uh there are people going this is a great message you know this is a real thing of feminism i'm not it's not is it? it's really not I don't it's think awful it is. it's horrible, it's, horrible. Yeah. it's really not a great thing and i i just uh, but like i say i can't stop watching it it's a how often can you watch a film where the hero is someone you can't stand how many Um, times do you reckon you've seen it genuinely between like 10 and 15 times probably that's a lot of times Back to 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 the Future is my favourite film I reckon I've seen that 10 times
1: Okay, yeah but you've watched this a lot of times
2: yeah what (laughs) will It's it's awful the message is horrible he pretends to be gay at one point to break up with a woman and that's fine
1: and that's just in it
2: yeah Awful! What? What women want? What women want? That's going in. That's what women sh- want is for a man not to be an absolute dick.
1: Yeah, and, and have to be able to read their thoughts Mel to do Gibson the right thing. Mel Gibson should have
2: been one of my dicks, shouldn't he? He yeah, should have yeah, done.
1: Yeah, in Einstein.
2: You're getting away with a lot, actually.
1: Okay. Um, what's going to be your song choice for you, Ireland?
2: Right. This. I mean, I've worked hard at this. Okay. I um, I texted you earlier today. I was I was very interested in this. Yeah. I uh, it's the song is the Look by Roxette. <laughs> It's the laziest song I've ever heard. I I, I get amazed by it. you know, you hear songs and there's just nothing to it. So I don't mind the nonsense song. But this song they've just filled they've got the they've got the rhythm, they've got the music, they've got everything. And then they thought, right, so the song is um She's got the look, she's got the look, she's got the look, she's got the look. And then
1: I thought you were going to sing it then.
2: I mean, I'll sing it if you want me to sing it because I've just told you almost all of the words. (laughs) they Right, so what I did today was I broke the song down. There's nothing to it. There's nothing. It's so lazy. They they went, that's a brilliant tune. We've got 10 minutes to write it. She's got the look. She's got the look. She's got the look. She's got the look. And then they they say she's got the look 28 times. And that's a four-minute song. 28 times? Four-minute song. There's a 20-second introduction, like an instrumental... Uh, introduction to that song. You know, uh, it, it goes for 20 minutes without a word being said. 20 seconds, sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In the middle of the song, there is a 40-second instrumental break. Right? So right. that is a minute of a four-minute song that is just music. There is a stop in that song where they break for about five se- like, maybe three seconds of silence. They say... She's got looked look 28 times. They say la... And it goes, and she says, "La la 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 la." She's got the look. They do that twenty times. She said, "They say twenty times." Twenty times. The worst bit. You'll know this song when, if you don't know the song, you'll know it from this bit where they go, "Na na 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 what are you doing? Like, that is like they just went, right, we've got to think of some words for this bit afterwards, but right now, yeah, yeah, just yeah. napping your yeah. way through it. They say na in that song 148 times. No And I way. know that because today I listened to it in slow motion and I tapped on a counting app... <laughs> Every time they said nah, 148 times.
1: Your commitment to this has been so good.
2: That isn't the end of it, though, James, because what I then did was I thought, (laughs) what would this song be if you took out every other word that wasn't either she's got the look, nah, or la? I took it out, I edited the song, and I have uploaded it today onto SoundCloud. Nice. There is no difference in the song. What? It's the same song. No. Honestly, you will listen to it. It's it's still three minutes. Oh, I think it's two minutes forty seconds long. It's quite long. If you imagine that a minute of that is just instrumental. Uh, yeah. And it's the same song. I've taken every other word out, and you you wouldn't tell the difference.
1: No way. Yeah.
2: Honestly, I'll send you. I'll send you the link to it. You can listen okay. to it, and you tell me. Can I include some of it here? I'll please include all of it here.
1: Okay. Let's put a little bit of it in here. She's got And that's what it sounds like. It's
2: the same song. Unbelievable. You've taken out every other word. That's crazy. See? You write music, don't you? You play music. I do, yeah. So imagine if like, I imagine sometimes if you write a bit of music and you play and you're like, this is a nice little tune I've got here. Yeah. And you haven't worked out the, the words yet, you just go na 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 na. Work out <it> later. <sighs> <"N-na-na-na-na-na."> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> they they've sung <laughs> m- millions. Oh my god. It's the laziest thing I've ever heard.
1: You've just given me an idea. Just to write. Just don't write the lyrics. You don't have to. Wow. Everyone knows that song. That's unbelievable. They're
2: making a fortune out of this. It's insane. Yeah, it is. You're right.
1: That'd be painful as well. You've got this for the rest of your life, yeah. right? And you're listening to that, and you're thinking to yourself,
2: "I would have written words for it. That's what I should have <laughs> done today. Really, I should, you should have, have done new, the words for in the bit. Oh, I should have done a new that. verse. Yeah, should have done."
1: That's so good. Ash, thank you. All right. That's going to be a song choice. The Look by Roxette. Yeah. Ash, and finally, the island is overrun by the biggest dick of all the animals. Which animal is it and why? Not
2: even a question with this. I've listened to every episode. Why hasn't everyone just said fox? A fox?
1: Yeah. How can it not be a fox on every episode? I'm amazed that this is the first time a fox has been brought They in. are
2: dicks. Like, my first Dang bad oh. encounter with a, with a fox was um, I used to uh, I, I play football on sort of an evening. I was playing for a team, mm. and um, I, when I was living at my parents, the, the place that we trained was over a field. So uh, out of my house, across a field, and then there was the sports hall where we trained, right? Mm. But it was a pitch black school field that I had to run across. Right. So I was wearing all black, and I had an, a white tick on my trainers, and I was running across that field, and a fox obviously saw that tick and thought it was a creature couldn't see the rest of me because I was in total black. Right. And it just came and ran at my legs. Like no. just colliding into me. I honestly, it was one of the scariest things that's ever I'll happened. Bet. Out of yeah. nowhere. Just this like, freak. Yeah, it was horrific. And so I've always known they were dicks from then. And then um <laughs> a couple of years later after that I had a couple of lovely rabbits. Nice. And um woke up one morning and there was a fox-shaped hole in the side of the hutch.
1: No way. There was
2: half a rabbit hanging out of the hutch and on the garden, like an absolute dick, was a fox just munching on half oh. of Slush, the <laughs> rabbit, who was a beautiful, brilliant white rabbit, and there's this She's dick covered in fox. Oh, my. Covered in blood. He was dead, by the way, in case, oh, yeah, yeah. In case people were wondering.
1: <laughs> yeah. So I, I've never really forgiven hang him on, for that. Hang on, hang what, what about the other rabbit?
2: The uh, he was, she was, she was dead also.
1: Okay, all right, fine. Yeah. I was just but imagining was, just like half a dead rabbit hanging out. Jessica and the other Rabbit. No, like,
2: Jessica was also Jessica dead. rabbit, no, yeah. she was nice. dead. Slush, what did there. slush was in half. Jessica had just been maybe startled to
1: death. I think. Oh my god.
2: But yeah, our, our next door neighbour like was looking over the fence. I was only young and my our next neighbour looked over the fence and was like, Oh, I heard a commotion and uh, but there's nothing I could do. And the fox is still there in the garden. Like, oh, about man. 20 foot away. Well, it's just there. Eating the rabbit. Just do something now. Yeah, to, uh, help. Help I'm me. I'm a kid. <laughs> Throw something at the bloody fox. That's unbelievable. Bloody fox. There is another thing. So, I am um, at home. Like, I'm at home in the day a mm. lot. And um, the, uh, about, you know, a few months ago, I was at home and I heard a rustling. I had the back door open. There's a kitchen door, basically, out onto the side. And I heard a bit of a rustling. And it was a, it was nice weather, so it was, yeah, it was probably just the end of summer. Mm. And um, I went into the kitchen, and there was a fox with two feet up on my bin, huh? and it was nuzzling in the in the bin. No, right, so it was a, like a dog. This fox, right? So I went ah, and scared, like just like scared of fox. Yeah, yeah. scared the thing out of the door, and I then sort of ran after it to chase it off up the alleyway. Mm. And as I stepped out of the side door. A seagull, I live by the sea, just shit on me (laughs) from above, right? (laughs) Massive shit on my head. The fox, and (laughs) I promise you this is true, James, the fox stopped at the end of the alleyway, looked at me, direct back at me, and I promise you, it looked at the seagull and it winked. No! It knew what it was doing. No way! They are in cahoots (laughs) with each other, and that seagull... It obviously owed him a favour or whatever he eats shit on me I bet it was the same fox it's like wind in the fucking in is. your it is animals of farthing wood gone bad <laughs> yeah. it, it's awful oh my god so foxes and seagulls they can both fuck
1: off um, uh, before <laughs> we leave foxes living where you're living by the sea seagulls must be a problem it
2: is a real problem uh, I sometimes get woken up by seagulls
1: it's just uh, 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 <laughs> yeah. a h- horrible sound and they're in land now they're yeah, inland yeah, aren't they, they are. there's no fish in the sea so they're coming in I sometimes get them on my road yeah, well, they will be.
2: It's the same. They're the foxes of the air.
1: Yeah, you're right. <laughs> like uh, pigeons are the rats of the sky. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, or, or the air. Um, I should have but... said sky. <laughs> <laughs> of the air. Um, Ash, before we leave foxes there on the island, really weird thing. Early on in our relationship, and you may question why we're still together. Uh, <laughs> early on in my relationship, I was having a good old moan about foxes, thinking, oh, God, there's just foxes everywhere. And just, like, in, looking off into the middle distance, my government to me I think foxes are quite sexy. Sexy fox? I know! What? She said foxes are quite sexy. But that's weird. It's I weird. I thought when, it was weird at the time. It is weird. There is no escape and that. she explained herself? I, I haven't brought it up recent, recently. I don't think I've brought it up since, but at the time I was like, what are you talking about? I don't like, like, think They're just kind of a bit, you know, they're, slink, slinky. they're slinky and yeah. sexy. You get it, a bit. <laughs> <laughs> I can see it in your eyes. <laughs> a it's,
2: um, it's weird, isn't it? Because people say the same thing about Cats.
1: Oh, right. Like, oh,
2: cats are sexy.
1: No, they're not. No, yeah. I think
2: they've got, like, barbed penises. There's nothing sexy (laughs) about a a fox or a cat. When they get
1: comfortable, they claw you
2: yeah oh god yeah you've had cat people have said cats before yeah, there
1: are oh, many times yeah,
2: yeah cats and
1: oh, so god. foxes foxes are going to be your choice Get in your island
2: yeah send them on the island
1: ash it's been an absolute pleasure to have Thank you on the you. podcast this has been a long time coming in and it's been beautiful
2: yeah i've absolutely loved it Thank think i feel brilliant i feel like i've really
1: Dude, let off some steam take off t- take on the world after this yeah
2: i feel great i can move on finally move on with
1: my life so if you've listened to all these you know what happens now i do if people want to hear you, where do they hear you?
2: Um, I do a podcast with the brilliant comedian Justin Panks. It's called the Pranks and Firth podcast because people always get our names wrong. So they call him Pranks and nice. they call me Firth. Uh, Pranks and Firth, it's just us talking, but um, it's going good. We uh, we had to, the other day, we've had to spend, it's costing us money now to do a podcast because mm. people, there's too many people downloading it. So we've had to literally pay to post it, which is ridiculous. That's great. Yeah, well, it's great, but it's annoying. I um, I'm going to listen to it get people to listen to it that'd be great uh, yeah. and follow me on Twitter @ashfrith. at Ash Frith and um, I'm going to go to Edinburgh and uh, I know uh, this is you know it's a way off yet but um, no, yeah, um, yeah. I'm uh, doing a show called Lollygagger in uh, in Edinburgh
1: amazing so look out for Lollygagger in Edinburgh this summertime yes
2: please please do
1: please. Ash thank you so much for coming on thank
2: you I love it I love the show I've listened to everyone I love it thank you so much cheers <laughs>